Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Thursday, December 29th, 2022. I'm Rich Straffolino. The Business Standard reports that India's Ministry of Consumer Affairs will require the use of a USB-C charging port on new devices sold in the country as of March 2025. The state-run Bureau of Indian Standards will also advise the government on two common types of charging ports for mobiles and wearable electronic devices. Amazon Prime Air began offering drone deliveries in Lockford, California and College Station, Texas. Residents in those service areas can sign up for the service, and Amazon will confirm it can deliver safely to their address. Drones can carry up to a 5-pound payload. Following a 24-hour outage of Alibaba Cloud in Hong Kong and Macau, the company announced that Alibaba Group CEO and Chairman Daniel Zhang Yong will now be the acting president of Alibaba Cloud Intelligence. The cloud unit's former chief, Jeff Zhang, will continue to lead Alibaba's in-house R&D team, Damo Academy. CNBC reports that, according to data from NPD Group, sales of VR headsets in the U.S. declined 2% in the year in 2022 to $1.1 billion. Meanwhile, data from CCS Insight shows that global VR and AR headset shipments fell 12% in the year in 2022 to 9.6 million units. According to data from John Petty Research, discrete GPU shipments fell 42% in the year in Q3 to roughly 41 million units. Discrete desktop GPU shipments fell 31.9% in the year to 6.9 million units, the lowest number shipped since Q3 2005. In the quarter, NVIDIA hit its highest market share for desktop cards on record with 86%. Back in July 2021, U.S. District Judge Beth Labson Freeman in San Francisco dismissed lawsuits filed by private plaintiffs under various state privacy laws against YouTube and content providers on the platform like Hasbro, Mattel, and Cartoon Network regarding data collection of children under 13 years old. Judge Freeman ruled at the time that the Federal Children's Online Privacy Protection Act, or COPA, preempted state law. COPA only allows the Federal Trade Commission and state attorneys general to file lawsuits regarding data collection on children, not private plaintiffs. Now, the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in Seattle ruled 3-0 to zero that it was nonsensical to suppose Congress intended to bar private plaintiffs from invoking state laws on the subject. The appeals court returned the case to Judge Freeman to consider other grounds that Google and the content providers might have to dismiss the case. Samsung showed off its latest smart refrigerator, the Family Hub Plus. Compared to last year's model, it increases the size of the vertical door display to 32 inches and adds support for Google Photos, as well as Amazon's Your Essentials for ordering groceries. It can also play content from Samsung TV Plus, TikTok, and Facebook Shorts with support for picture-in-picture mode. More details are expected at CES. MSI confirmed that its upcoming Titan GT77 gaming laptop will be the first to feature a 4K 144Hz display. The mini-LED panel will also be capable of 1,000 nits of brightness, offering 1,008 local dimming zones and display HDR1000 compatible. The laptop will be announced at CES with full specs. Valve's Steam Deck surpassed over 7,000 titles ranked as playable or verified by Valve's Deck Verified system. Of all games tested on the platform, about 25% were ranked as unsupported. This isn't an exhaustive list of all titles that can be played on the Steam Deck, just those titles that have been tested in some way. Samsung announced the ARM-powered Galaxy Book 2 Pro 360 laptop after releasing an Intel version back in February. It uses Qualcomm Snapdragon 8CX Gen 3 chipset, 
offers 66% more battery life than the Intel version, up to 35 hours, and includes built-in 5G and Wi-Fi 6E. It launches in South Korea on January 16th for 1.89 million Korean won, about 1500 US dollars. And finally, developer Zoe Zhang published a proof-of-concept app that uses a known iOS exploit to allow users to overwrite the default font on the OS without a jailbreak. The exploit impacts iOS 16.1.2 and earlier versions. Zhang says the app should be safe to use, as all changes are reversed on a reboot, but still recommends backing up devices. Users have to compile the Xcode project to install the app or manually sign the IPA file with a developer certificate, so not exactly easy. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. And if you enjoy the show, remember to tell a friend to check it out. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.